What's going on, everyone? Macho Man Maddie Savage here. I've got the whole Smack Talk team with me. I've got Insider BA, Dan Go, and Timo. And guys, we are here to talk tonight's Extreme Rules Premium Live event, guys. Uh, man, this is probably the first Extreme Rules that I am probably personally really excited for. Uh, not really, not just because it's the Triple H era, but man, every match has a stipulation. It's um, and there's just a lot of uncertainty, I feel, with a lot of these matches that we're going to get into. How do you guys feel about this? I yeah, love it. And I can double that. Uh, every match here, when I was trying to make my picks, it literally could go either way. Triple H's brain works exactly how we want it to as a WWE fan. Um, but there's so much uncertainty because he's building different avenues. So you can go either way with anybody winning these matches. And you can still build. So I'm looking forward to it. It's actually going, I, in my opinion, I feel like it's actually going to hold the name of Extreme Rules. We finally have more than one Extreme match on the pay-per-view. I'm ready for it. Exactly. Like it, it just feels like everything on this card is unpredictable. Like I'm looking forward to everything that's going to happen tonight. Uh, as good as the card looks, if I had one criticism, it would be there is no men's titles on the line for the show. No tag team titles, no Roman Reigns. So that throws out both of the uh, championship titles. So that's my only criticism about this card. But uh, I'm really looking forward to it because the matches themselves look like they all could be match of the night. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, I, that's a good point there, Tim. I mean, it really wouldn't – I don't know what the hell the main event of this pay-per-view premium live event is going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, if we're sticking with the trend that we've been seeing on Monday Night Raw, it's, I wouldn't be surprised to see a, one of the women's title matches being the main event of this pay-per-view. Um, but then you got Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins in the fight pit match with Daniel, Daniel Cormier as the special guest uh, referee. I mean, there's so much that could happen that – I. I can't predict this shit, but that's what we're here for. We're here to give you our best possible predictions for tonight's show. Um, we got six matches. All of them have some type of stipulation, so I'm ready to dive right in. Let's jump into our first match. It's a good old-fashioned Donnie Brook match, guys. Uh, the Brawling Brutes, Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch taking on Imperium, which is Gunther, Ludwig Kaiser, and Giovanni Vinci. Um, so what, what is a Donnie Brook match really? Is it basically just a hardcore match? Anything goes, beat the shit out of each other, bar fight type of shit. It's an extreme rules match. Yeah. But we're gonna call it a Donnie Brook match for that's it. You might you might have a bar top just sitting around on the outside. <laughs> You're gonna put himself through it. Glass bottles over the head. That's it. That is for sure gonna happen. <laughs> hey, what if this is gonna be like back in the day? APA versus, I don't know, uh, it was like the New Age Outlaws or something. They actually showed up in a bar and beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. It was a match. That was great. Maybe we get that. Give me a Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I be mean, happy I'll, to start I'll, it. I'll kick this one off. Oh, you start it. Go I'll ahead. I'll kick it off. Uh, I got Imperium picking up the win. I, I think this match is geared towards the Brawling Brutes more so than Imperium, but they just have so much momentum right now. Uh, Gunther coming off the big win over uh, Sheamus last night on SmackDown, um, albeit he did use uh, that uh, was the shillelagh to give yeah. himself the win. Um, so maybe the Brown Brutes pick up a win here to keep this feud going. But 
I'm going to rock with Imperium until they go down. And I've got Ridge Holland taking the pin. Wow. And I'm going <clears> to <throat> quickly just jump on board with that. Just because Imperium has not looked weak at any point. Um, you got the leader of that clan. And man, is he setting the tone for what Imperium should be. And I think they get the win. Did we do a bonus point here yet? Or are we wait into the end? Who's taking the oh. pin? Who's taking the pin? So last night's SmackDown, I think it's going to go the same way. Just to show dominance, I'm thinking Gunther takes, uh, Sheamus takes the pin with Gunther putting them down, showing him, your Brazilian tap, psych, I'm coming in hot. <laughs> um so you say that they uh there wasn't showing like a weak there's no weakness in imperium there is no weakness in the whole group itself but that match last night between gunther and sheamus for the for the intercontinental championship it took gunther to use the shillelagh is that what you said like to win yep. the match yep. yes. so it, he realized he couldn't go anymore and he had to find a way to defeat sheamus because sheamus is a brute that's why they're the balling brutes, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Sheamus, you know, he's one of the hard, hard-hitting hard wrestlers on, on the card. Him and Drew McIntyre give us classics. Him and Gunther now giving us classics. Five-star match, last pay-per-view. This match itself is going to be great, but I, I'm telling you right now, I have Imperium winning. However, there's definitely going to be a Gunther versus Sheamus part three because of the whole, I guarantee you, they're going to play in the whole double tap, submission, screw job. Who knows what they do? But just remember, Gunther might have thought he's done. He's going to lose that. He had to settle for using a shillelagh to, to defeat Sheamus. Well, before Timo goes here, I, I read a little stat on Gunther. What, what is it? In the past two years, he's only been pinned like twice or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Oh, my thunder. I was going to say that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. So I have Imperium winning and Ridge Holland being pinned. And my logic was going to be you're building Gunther. It's been clear his whole career. As you just said, I think he's only been pinned two times cleanly. So this man is a horse. He is very protected. Um, and I feel like he's going to be one of the top European stars in the company moving forward. Um I can't wait to see Gunther and Sheamus have a part three because they beat the shit out of each other. They hit hard. They don't hold back. They're just classic. Uh, let's go hard. Make it look real. Make it look painful. And that oh, yeah. kind of shit is entertaining to me. Sheamus is chess. My God. Yeah. Sheamus, he's so white. He can turn 50 shades of red. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I love to see him get his ass whooped and. You know, he is one of the unsung heroes of WWE. He is in so many great matches. He never gets put over, but boy, that man has had a very entertaining career. But doesn't doesn't the end all of this whole Gunther and Sheamus thing has to be Sheamus finally getting that intercontinental title so that he becomes a Grand Slam champion in WWE? Because that's the whole premise behind it. But yeah, I get it. You're protecting the hell out of Gunther, and I'm all for it because he's he's phenomenal. But whether it's at like a Royal Rumble pay-per-view or WrestleMania next year, Sheamus has to eventually get that win. Uh, but yes. can you really continue brawling brutes and Imperium for another six months? I, I don't know if you can really pull that, but they we'll did see. it with new day. Spe speaking of those bastards, they're in the tag team title picture now again. 
I don't know where. And I really could care less. So I'll spend a quick second on that. New Day gets a win over the Usos now. And here we go again. We're going to throw the New Day back into the title picture. There is no push behind them. They haven't really done shit. They were stuck in a feud with the Viking fucking Raiders. And now we're supposed to care about the New Day again. I don't. And I'll leave it at that. So embarrassing. Out of all the tag teams to go against the Usos, you're going to go with the New Day, man. It'll be well, a good match. Look at the classics they had. That's why. But you can't listen. You can't throw Hit Row into there already. You can't throw Legado de Fantasma, uh, who just debuted last night on the main roster. Yeah, and then Brawling Brutes and Gunther and, and Imperium. They're all they're having fun with each other. So it's like the Usos are just sliding by, not getting a title match. It's like counting those. Who do you throw together? Yeah, put the New Day in there. They need something. I get it. I I'm get not it. against it. Business is business. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's jump into our next match. Our next stipulation, it's a strap match. Karrion Cross taking on Drew McIntyre. And for those of you that may have missed SmackDown last night, uh, Karrion Cross made his way out. He had the nice fucking big entrance like he used to do back in NXT with Scarlett and all that. And as he rose and the camera cut behind him, Drew McIntyre was there right behind him, and they got into a good old-fashioned brawl. And Drew McIntyre strapped that strap around his arm and in the end that ended up fucking him because carrying cross whooped his ass and will that continue here at extreme rules is the question so i'll go first my my thoughts on this match i i'm not going sour with it, it it's just i have not been watching smackdown religiously and i wish i could and it's just like if so, carrying cross, you know, he showed up out of nowhere, what a month ago or two months ago now. And I feel like we're finally getting like that a match between the two because he did attack Drew, but Drew was busy with Roman. Do I think the, the debut happened too soon? Yes, but I know why it happened was because of the fact that you know, Triple H is running the show now and he wanted to make a splash. Carrying cross is back out of nowhere. I get it, but I just because. As a viewer, I have not, this is my fault. I'm not blaming Karrion Cross or Drew McIntyre or anything, but I'm looking forward to the match because I haven't seen anything with these two, but I'm also not looking forward to it because I haven't seen anything with these two, if that makes sense. So this is going to be my first, like, look at Karrion Cross, what he's doing, look at Drew McIntyre, what he's doing with Karrion Cross. Cause you know, you go, you go on Instagram and stuff like that. You see the highlights and, you, you see the, the cross had a promo and like the backstage TikTok this and that. And just because I, I have not watched SmackDown. I watch Monday night raw because it's, it's just easier for me. I feel like I wish I had Karen cross on Monday. Cause then I would know what the whole story is about. It basically is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. However, just because he just debuted and he hasn't taken an L since his loss, I think Keith Lee last year uh, when he was on Raw and he was trying to be some weird, like, uh, I don't know, what Vince, whatever Vince had, had his, his mind for carrying across. But I love that he's with Scarlett. I love that the TikTok, you know, he's t- he called out Roman in the beginning. I love the whole entrance. I'm looking forward to the match, but just I don't know what's happening. But I have carrying Cross picking up the win. Wow. So unfortunately, you. You missed out yesterday, which would, unless you did, did you watch it yesterday? No. no. Okay. So yesterday would be the show that would have answered a lot of the questions because you're going to see 
when you watch like the either the promo before the match or if you watch it before the pay-per-view you'll see how it how rough it's going to get just it gave us a little peek of how they don't give a fuck about their bodies <laughs> um okay. carrying cross smacked the shit out of drew mcintyre ever i don't know what's going on in the world of wrestling in this last in this past year where whether it was mjf and cody Rhodes smacking each other with a belt uh wardlow and mj like these guys are really going after with these these whacks and uh carrying cross he put his name on that list. He's like, Hey, I'm for real too. These two are, I would say are a little bit of a watered down version. And I'm, and I mean, no disrespect by it, a little bit of a watered down version of Walt uh, Gunther and Seamus. These guys are going to hit hard and it's going to be fast. Um, I have Drew McIntyre winning just because last night, how it ended. I think that there's some retribution there, even though Drew McIntyre started the whole thing by showing up behind carrying cross last night and uh it went so opposite for that man it was amazing um tonight is going to be that that's going to be a slobber knocker <laughs> so this one was kind of tough because drew mcintyre just came so close to finally taking down roman reigns when they were in cardiff um and it's hard to see drew mcintyre lose to Karrion Cross after almost beating Roman Reigns. It wouldn't make logical sense. Mm. However, if there is a match for Bray Wyatt to show up, I think it could be this one. And that is what is going to give Karrion Cross the win. So I have Karrion Cross winning the strap match. And um, BA, I know you haven't seen it, but man, it's so good to have Karrion Cross back and not be a banana. And he has his cool entrance with Scarlet. Uh, so far, it remains to be seen how far he can take this because, you know, we didn't get to see it last year because they completely botched it. So I feel like this is going to be his true test, his true run. And uh, I'm liking what I see so far. But like you said, um, was it too early? Because he came out and called out Roman Reigns and then nothing happened out of that. Not yet. So not yet. But we'll see. I think this is a good, uh, a good start. And uh, I'm excited to see what they can do because this is a big win for Karrion Cross. As I said, Drew McIntyre was inches away from beating Roman Reigns. Yeah, I, I think Karrion Cross has to pick up the win here. Um, I mean, this is a coin flip for me. I, re I really don't know who's going to win, but if you, you had to ask me, Karrion Cross needs to win more than Drew McIntyre. Um, and I, I think going back to the whole Roman Reigns thing, this is a stepping stone for Karrion Cross to be that next challenger potentially for Roman Reigns uh, title, whether that's after war games uh, at the day one pay-per-view or at the Royal Rumble, something like that. I don't think he's going to dethrone Roman Reigns at all, but I think picking up a win over Drew McIntyre definitely puts him in that conversation to continue that whole TikTok Roman Reigns, your time's almost up. Um, I think his time is almost up as the champ Roman Reigns, but Karen Cross isn't going to be the one to dethrone him either. It just hit me. TikTok, he showed up two months ago, dropped off the thing. He's, oh, wow. Wyatt Six, you know, the White Rabbit. I'm with Tim. He shows up in this match. TikTok doesn't mean Cross wins the title. TikTok means Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, takes back what's his. All right? He lost it to Roman. 
and Roman's been champ ever since. There's only one man to dethrone the tribal chief, and that's the female. Oh. Boom, TikTok. I love it. I'm all, it all just came together. So let's let's move over to the raw side of things. An I quit match here between Edge and Finn Balor. So we, we all know the backstory with the whole judgment day, kicking out Edge. I'm not going to get into all of that. I really want to dig into this match because I think this is another 50-50 coin flip. I have no idea who's going to win. I mean, rumors and BA, you can touch on it maybe a little more than I will, but a lot of big things potentially in store for Finn Balor. So that's why I have Finn Balor picking up the win here over Edge. I, but I don't know how the hell they're going to get Edge to say I quit because – go ahead. I'll take the mic because I also have Finn Balor as well. I was going to go Edge, but at the same time, I was like, I'm not getting sour on Edge, but Edge doesn't need to be on every pay-per-view. You lose your value – as one of those veteran old guys like a Brock Lesnar or, you know, Edge, of course, is Edge. Great to be back since his, his neck injury. But, like, Finn Balor with the rumors getting pushed now because Triple H is in charge. Finn Balor picks up the W here. You ask, how does he pick up the win? How does he have Edge say, I quit? Through Beth Phoenix? Oh, I didn't even think of that. I was going to go with. You have Rhea Ripley, Dominic, and Damian Priest in uh, Finn's corner. Notice how Edge is going out there alone as of right now at this moment. However, how about you get good old Rey Mysterio, his head's on a chair. You got Dominic with the other chair, about to do the concerto, but you got them in the ring, and it's like, what does Edge do? Finn's like, say I quit. And he won't hit him. Ooh. He says, yeah. I quit. And Dominic still hits him because fuck Rey Mysterio. <laughs> that's how you, that's how you make Edge say, I quit. Cause I don't see any other way of Edge saying, I quit, except for if somebody else is in harm and they say, and he says, I quit for them. I'll piggyback with the three of you guys. I got Finn, uh, the two of you guys, I got Finn Balor winning on this one. Um, I personally went with Beth Phoenix throwing in the towel for a husband because the three on one thing is going to be huge. Um, sorry, Edge. Yeah. You're going to get fucked up. <laughs> so I'm going to take the opposite of you guys. I have Edge winning. Um, this was actually a kind of a toss up for me because I don't see how you make Edge say I quit unless you do something creative, like you guys said. Um, I, there's so many different ways where they have made a guy who is not going to say I quit end up quitting due to outside circumstances or even a fake voice going back to mankind. Yep. So I feel like they're going to have to get very creative there to make Edge say I quit. And I know Finn Balor is Triple H's boy. And like, if anyone's going to revive Finn Balor and make him get a push, it would be Triple H. Because we all know Vince hated him. I just, it's tough for me to give Finn Balor the win unless he's the demon. Uh, if he was the demon, it would be 100% Finn Balor, but I'm going Edge. I just think this is probably going to be the end of the feud. This is their first one on one. And I don't know. It's, I, I can't pick Finn Balor. I just can't pick Finn Balor, so I'm going with Edge. That's fair. Yeah. 
And Edge seems to win almost every pay-per-view he's on, whether you want him to or not. So mm-hmm. that's another reason. Hey, here at the Smack Talk team, we do not discriminate. Oh, we, man. <laughs> you're doing great. It's never you good when you're the only one to pick someone else, though. It's <laughs> like Edge, your chest man. is like your chest starts to feel, oh man, are you picking against the right. grain? I don't think it'll be as bad as Seamus. all right let's get into the raw women's championship match it's a ladder match here bianca belair defending against bailey so this is going all the way back to a year ago before bailey got hurt now she's obviously back with damage control by her side uh and bianca belair has um oscar and alexa bliss there as well and i know brian ba can't wait for this one um so what's going to happen here are we going to get a new raw women's champion or is bianca belair going to keep on rolling Listen, yo, yo, listen. All right. <laughs> listen. If you had a rap prepared, this would be killer. No, you don't. This would be it right here. <laughs> I got nothing prepared, unfortunately. However, I'm all set with this shit. I, I'm just so over this. I'm over Belair as a champ. I'm over Bliss and Oscar being this fucking friends with Bianca Belair. I'm over. Honestly, I'm over damage control. I feel like they really haven't really tickled my pickle. And I just because I just don't see Dakota Kai and Io Shirai, I'm sorry, Io Sky being a tag team. I don't, I, I love Io Sky as she's, she's almost back to her, like, she looks like, like back to her old self when she was like a face. Uh, if you watched NXT with like the different gear, Io Shirai made herself relevant and better than oscar when she turned heel and like she changed her whole demeanor and style black tights like now she's just back to almost looking like Kyrie sane with the fucking pirate ship fucking tassels coming off her ass and shit like i'm over i'm, I'm kind of over the whole damage control. however they are the women's tag team champs all right and i am over bel-air and i'm probably gonna be wrong with this and i don't give a shit because wait until we get to the next match Bailey deserves to win this match. I have Bailey defeating Bianca Belair in the ladder match because you got a lot of shenanigans going on with Alexa Bliss and Asuka on the outside with damage control. I personally believe that Alexa Bliss should be the one turning heel in this. It's time to get Bliss to be a sidekick and be the bitch she used to be, like the bad, bad bitch that she ran the, the whole fucking division, okay? With Charlotte Flair, of course. So I feel Bliss should play a role. Let Bliss and Bill go do their thing. I understand Becky, Belin- Becky Lynch might come back and, you know, we might get Bill versus Becky. Like, I don't give a shit about any of that. I'm, all, I'm just, as much as I love Bill I've said it before. <clears throat> I know I, you all can agree. Babyface champs do not last. And babyface champs eventually go sour. I've already been very sour on Belair. And the whole thing with think of the last babyface champ you can say, babyface, that was actually good and relevant. I'll let you ponder on that. What do you think? What was the last one that you can think of right now on the spot? Because I got the first name that pops in my head Liv Morgan. Nope. Hell that one's sour too. I'll get there when I get there. <laughs> I just did that. Uh, Ray Wyatt? I don't know. Nope. He's a heel. AJ Styles? Nope. Because that went bad too. 
All right. Well, who is it? Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's been You're 20 damn years. My God. That a baby the rock. Champ. The rock was like weird. He teetotted. So it's like. Well, Eddie Guerrero. Just... Eddie Guerrero. That's a good one. I didn't think of it. Was... They all, I mean, they all get stale at one point. I get it. But it's just like. But it's. I hope just... Triple H can change it because when Vince was running the show, you can't have a babyface champ hold the title for too long because I just I want Bailey to win. You have you'll have a three the three titles like women's titles and Bailey holding the main title, and then you go into Crown Jewel, and then you go into Survivor Series War Games as those bitches that hold the gold. Yeah, and then here comes Toxic Attraction. Bang! I just booked it for you. I get Come it. Come on. I get it, man. Listen, I get it. I, I, I'm rooting for Bailey to win this one, but I'm going with Bianca Belair to still retain. Um, I, I just don't think, and I, I guess we could call damage control being raw versus SmackDown as a whole, as of now, mm-hmm. even though it, the, that whole brand splits kind of all over the place. But anyway, um, we already have the bloodline that holds all the gold. I, and it's no offense to damage control, but I agree with you. I'm I'm not big on the whole Dakota Kai EO Sky thing. Um, I think it's already starting to run its course. And I really don't need to see them draped in all the gold. And that's no offense to Bailey because I think she definitely deserves it. But uh, that's really my reason. I'm going Bianca Belair to retain Mm. to keep the all the gold off of one stable again, like they're doing with the bloodline on SmackDown. Yeah, but then again, the women's tag titles, no one gives a shit about them. So that's true. I will say there are six women involved in this. Um, and there are four women that need to be on an individual path at the Thank minimum, you. at the minimum. We have four women that can run the women's division together. And right now with Charlotte Flair being gone, you need, you need your top guns. You need Alexa Bliss out there. You need Oscar out there. You can't have two beautiful talents backstage getting beat up and not showcasing why they were world champions. They were world champions. They mean, that means they were, all four of these women were at the top of their game at one point in their career. And to sit back and not want that again, that's, I feel like, I, in my opinion, I feel like I know it's wrestling. I know it's entertainment. But if you want to make it a sports feel, there's one belt that you should want and you should fight for it. Like, that's terrible. I, I hate the stables when it comes down to the women just because it's the same thing over and over again. It's the same kind of matches we get when women have stables. Um, I will make my pick real quick. I got Bianca Belia retaining just the fact, just for the sake of not having Bailey and her squad have all the titles, even though the tag team champions for the women's division have been weak. Again, this is one month in of Triple H holding it down. I feel that he started, he was part of that women's revolution, the women's pay-per-view. I feel like the women's got, the women's division has a spark now and they have a direction where they're going to go. You just can't do that 180 this fast. But Bailey right now is too good as, as a heel in order for her to get the belt. I feel like right now she's still attacking like young fans in the crowd and stuff. I like that, so I'd rather have her do that without the belt. So, fun fact, this is the very first one-on-one women's ladder match in WWE history. 
And in the fashion of Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon, I'm going with Bailey coming down with that belt. She's going to hold that thing like Shawn Michaels did back in 1990, whatever it was. Um, I think this is going to be a really great, interesting match. Uh, Bailey is undefeated since coming back, and Bianca Belair has only lost once to Bailey. So, fun fact right there. And Damage Control, I agree with Insider BA. If Damage Control walks into War Games with all those titles, they will look badass. And guess who's going to be waiting on the other side? It's going to be Bianca and friends, whoever her posse is. I feel like that will be the match to make in War Games. Um, and they could have another great match, but I feel like Triple H is going to start mi- mixing things. It's been a, it's been a it's been a little while now. I feel like he's really going to start putting his stamp on stuff, mixing things up. And uh, I actually really like Bailey. I think she's kind of funny, kind of entertaining, even if it's weird or different at times. But I don't know. I've always been a fan of ba- uh, Bailey, and I would like to see her with this title again. Sorry, Bianca. Bianca's been a great champ. Like I said, she's been on. She's she's been uh, one loss all year long. But it's to Bailey, and here comes number two. Were we split on that? Ba, you so. have Bailey as well. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay. I'm interested to hear this next match now. Um, will the will the hashtag fuck Ronda train continue because she gets an opportunity at the SmackDown Women's Championship in an Extreme Rules match? This could be your main event. We'll see. Um, and it, obviously it's Liv Morgan defending that SmackDown Women's Championship against Ronda Rousey. I, I have no background on this one. Sorry. Guys. <laughs> I, I can tell you the whole story of what's going on and uh, I'll give my pick right off the rip. I'm going Ronda Rousey. Uh, I really can't see them continuing this whole thing with Liv Morgan. I, I think they've done a good job with uh, pushing her to being a relevant champion, I guess, even though there's been some controversy in the way she's won like the match against Ronda the first time around. But at the end of the day, she can always say whenever she retires that she was the first person to ever beat Ronda Rousey twice in her career. So kudos to her on that. But sorry, girl, your run is over. Uh, Ronda Rousey's going to come out on top. And uh, I think we're going to get a return here in this match of Charlotte Flair. Wow, right in time for Saudi Arabia. Whether whether that's this match or the Bianca match, Charlotte Flair returns tonight. You heard it here first. That's a beautiful, beautiful prediction. Oh, I cannot wait to watch this pay-per-view. Um, this one for me was a toss-up, honestly. I do enjoy how different the women's belt has been on Smack uh on was it Raw? No, no, SmackDown. So uh I do enjoy that Liv Morgan is a fighting champ. Uh, she's on the show every week, putting putting work in. I, I don't dis, I, I don't want to discredit her. Um, I do have Liv Morgan retaining here. I think she's going to be the one that does it twice in her career. I, three, I, times. three times, three times, three times. Wow, I it's it's killing me to say it. I I think the hashtag fuck Ronda is appropriate here. I'm over Ronda going for the belt and just having it be lame this is the best belt this is the the best this belt has looked on a champion in a while ronda was super stale early and be honest the person that needs the belt and i'm sorry to break this down the person that is the the only person right now that can put a belt back on its course is charlotte flair 
It's going to be Liv versus Charlotte. <laughs> oh, thank you. I told you all, all right? Fuck Ronda. Hashtag fuck Ronda. Liv Morgan retains this match. Everyone thinks in the extreme rules. Oh, man. Why the Liv request extreme rules against Ronda? She's the baddest bitch on the planet. She is not the baddest bitch on the planet. She can go and talk shit about Shayna Baszler and how she used to run shit around here. Listen, Ronda, you ain't running shit either, okay? Just as much as Triple H loves you and everyone loves Liv Morgan, I hate you, all right? You need to turn complete heel, not this, maybe I'll do this, maybe I do that. Hey, I'm the baddest bitch. Until you prove me you're the baddest bitch, you ain't the baddest bitch. I, I think they were turning her heel, but now it's like she's went the other way because yeah. the crowd is behind her. So, so once again, you fucked it up because you had it and you lost it. And I I totally agree with both uh, or both or the past three months. I believe she's gonna uh, be eighty days as a woman's champ since Money in the Bank, and since then. Yes, the beginning was was like, what the hell is going on here? Why are you making her look like this way? But this buildup, I've been watching the highlights for the Liv Morgan Ronda Rousey. What Liv has done, you could almost see a change in her demeanor as the champ and how she's presenting herself going into this. She's trying to get into that killer instinct of because she understands that Ronda Rousey used to be the baddest bitch on the planet. But if Liv Morgan defeats Ronda Rousey tonight, that's three times she has defeated her. And Liv Morgan will do it in an Extreme Rules match. Liv Morgan's the baddest bitch on the planet now. So there's only one reason they're doing this match for a third time, and that is because Ronda Rousey is going to win the belt. Charlotte's going to come back, and you're going to have the big money match for like the 10th time of Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte. Mm -hmm. That's what would happen if Vince McMahon was still in charge, but he's not. Triple H is in charge. Liv Morgan retains. She's going to be the baddest bitch. Not once, not twice, but three times. See you later, Ronda Rousey. You can yes. go feud with Charlotte without the belt. Get out of here. Wow. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> y'all see the light. Y'all see the light that we want. We want Liv Morgan versus Charlotte Flair. It has been three years in the making since Liv Morgan left. And now when Charlotte Flair returns, Bang! There it is. Wow. I will say, just a little disclaimer. We all know Liv Morgan is the rightful champ. Yes. But we all think of WWE is hello, hello. a company that needs to make money. They. That's why Ronda's in the game. So. The whole time when we picked Ronda coming up to it, it's because it made sense for the company. But now we have a little switcheroo here, and this is a fucking coin flip, if you ask me, man. Yeah, Liv Morgan, the respect she deserves. That's all she asked for. All right. I'm not going to lie, guys. I am shocked that I was the only one to pick Ronda Rousey. <laughs> I'm genuinely shocked. So. You can see the pick. It was originally written as Ronda. Until Mr. Enforcer himself, Naked Darrow, said, hashtag fuck Ronda. And I said, you know, right? You know what? That's right. Hashtag fuck Ronda. I don't give a shit about my chest. I am going with what's best for business. I get it. I get Here it. Here we go. Can't wait for this match now. 
Um, all right, let's get into our last match here. It's the fight pit match. Not necessarily your main event. We'll talk about quickly who we think that match is going to be. But uh, the fight pit match with special guest referee Daniel Cormier. We get Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, Rollins obviously came out on top last time. These two took on one another at the Clash at the Castle. Great match. Great stomp off the second rope. Um, and this is, what, the second fight pit match in WWE history. I think the last one was the... Timothy Thatcher versus Matt Riddle match with Kurt Angle as the special guest. There was another one. So I don't understand why they're not like mentioning the second ever fight pit match. The first one was Timothy Thatcher. That's a tough, tough thing to say. Yeah, Jesus. It is. That's, why, that's why he's not in the game anymore with them. Yeah, I got a throwback Timothy for you. Timothy Thatcher versus Matt Riddle was the first ever fight pit match with Kurt Angle. The second ever fight pit match was. Ken Shamrock. No, that's the Lions Den back in 1999. Uh, that's what I was going to go with. That's, I knew it. <laughs> the Ken second was one year, 2021. It was Timothy, Timothy, I, all right, Tim versus uh, Tommaso Champa. Wow, I forgot about that one. Everyone seems to forget about it. And it's almost like W wants everyone to forget about it. And I don't know why. That was also a banger of a match. However, no special guest referee in that match. That's probably Tim won both fight pit matches. Did he? And the man's Riddle not even in the business anymore. Yeah. Wow. Champa lost wow. and Riddle lost. Good to Tim know. won both fight pit matches. And here we are now in the main roster, the first ever fight pit match. Tim what? Who, who was it? Tim what? I'm not saying it. <laughs> Timothy Thatcher. There you go. So Matt Riddle is 2-0 in these matches. Man, but you know what? Seth Rollins is still the fucking king of wrestling. Seth Rollins is taking the win here. Thank you, Daniel Cormier, for being my bitch. A <laughs> um, lot of rumors on this one. Brock Lesnar name popped up. So for you UFC fans that are listening or just MMA fans that are listening, back in the day, these two really wanted to throw down, have their own match, not a wrestling match. They really wanted to actually have a UFC fight. Daniel Cormier versus Brock Lesnar. Fast forward down the road. Here we are. Extreme rules. This might be a precursor where Triple H can put them in a match where it, it is strictly a WWE wrestling match. So a lot of things come up from here. Uh, I'm not saying Brock, there's no rumor saying Brock Lesnar is in town or anything like that. I'm just saying the speculation that Brock Lesnar might pop in here with uh, with the Daniel Cormier stare down, maybe. Um, so I'm just putting that out there as because we do have the bonus questions for our last uh, match. That could be a way to end the show with Brock Lesnar face off. I'm just going to let you guys uh, let that season on you. Um, I got Seth Rollins here taking the dub. Oh, go ahead. So this has been a very personal feud and it's one of the first times we've really gotten to see Matt Riddle not be the stony baloney bro character. Like he's, this is a more serious Matt Riddle that we haven't seen. Um, and it's, it's nice. It's nice to see a different side of Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins as always can just be put in any storyline, any feud and just absolutely knock it out of the park, kill it, make you excited and have you think he's going to have match of the night. Uh, and he's also one of the few people in WWE who can lose and it doesn't ever hurt him. He can lose 
a million times in a row, but he's so damn good. He gets on the mic in the ring. He's just so talented where the losses don't hurt his trajectory. So I have Matt Riddle winning and Seth Rollins will go on. I think he has a title match coming up for the U S title uh, or something. Right. Yep. Yeah. I don't think a loss here hurts his chances at winning the U S title, which he probably does. That's on raw, I believe. So Matt, uh, Matt Riddle wins. Seth loses, goes on to win the U S title. And we'll see what happens at uh, the stupid Saudi show. I don't even remember the name yeah. right now. <laughs> and I'm glad you bring up the Saudi Arabia show because that is the next pay-per-view. I would not be shocked if Brock Lesnar shows up at the end of the fight pit match. I have Matt Riddle winning this matchup because Seth freaking Rollins the following night, Monday Night Raw, season premiere, the rumor is out. Take it with a grain of salt. Seth Rollins will defeat Bobby Lashley for his United States Championship, and that will be, be the title that he holds for who knows how long, just so that he can finally be credited the, the respect. Give him something. That man, I truly believe that man's been carrying the company. As much as Rowan Reigns is the tribal chief, Seth Rollins doesn't get the respect he deserves, and he said in an interview, they never look at him as the guy, but he is the guy. And it's almost like a comparison of, like, we got Stone Cold and The Rock. Two guys who are just on top of their game, running the business, running the company. And Seth Rollins will win that United States title tomorrow, uh, Monday on Raw, season premiere. Loses tonight in the fight pit match. And I would not be surprised if the Brock Lesnar showed up because Saudi Arabia is right around the corner. They need, they're going to have Brock Lesnar on the show. They've already been rumored maybe Lesnar versus Lashley. That could happen still. But... They what Danny said with the whole bad blood between Cormier and Lesnar. If Lesnar just shows up at the end of the show, maybe he's the white rabbit. Jesus Christ, imagine that swerve. If he shows up at the end of the show and just ha- doesn't even do anything, just stay, stays off at Dan- uh, Danny in the ring in the fight pit. Bang, there you go, crown jewel. You guys brought up some really good points. Um, I- for the record, I'm not changing my pick. I'm going with Seth freaking Rollins to pick up the win here. Um, I, I know he beat Riddle last month. You guys bring up a really good point that if he does take the loss here tonight, uh, that, that being Rollins, and then he's just going to rebound and win that United States Championship on Raw, it's like nothing bad ever happened. Riddle gets a big win for his career, and Rollins goes out and becomes the U.S. champion. All makes sense. But – uh, I'm still going with Seth Rollins just because I think he he needs this win. He made it clear that you put him in any kind of match, whether it's a first time for him or the second or the third, he always wins that match. And I think that trend is going to continue here in the fight pit, regardless of Daniel Cormier being there, regardless of potentially seeing Brock Lesnar and all that rumor that you guys are talking about, and regardless of Rollins potentially winning that United States Championship on Raw. I think he wins tonight. He continues that momentum. He dethrones Bobby Lashley. And we keep on rolling because Riddle, it's unfortunate, but you need Randy Orton. So, yeah, Jesus. Fun fact, correct me if I'm wrong, Danny. I don't know if you would know about UFC. But Riddle and Cormier don't see eye to eye, correct? Yeah, that was like a weird interview back in the day. (laughs) So that could be a play tonight as well. I feel like Daniel Cormier, he's just a big fan of the WWE. You'll find him at tons of pay-per-view events. He's kind of, I, I think he's going to be like a straight down the middle kind of guy. 
I personally you know, don't like that he's in this match. I uh, loved, I unless Brock Lesnar shows up and you get a stare loved. down between Brock Lesnar, Daniel Cormier, boom, boom, big money, Saudi Arabia. Hello. You think yeah. they would you think they would have them stare down for uh um Crown Jewel? No, no, no. Uh, an actual like you think they would advertise for like a UFC fight? I don't think Brock Lesnar would do a UFC fight and Daniel no, Cormier is retired. Huh? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be another fight pit match. Fight pit, the only way you win is by knockout or submission. Yeah. Yeah. That's WWE's version like that. I'm just thinking like a partnership with WWE and the UFC kind of deal. Like oh. we'll have them stare down and then have them both really. Nah. Is he still in UFC? He's in a He commentary, yeah. Hmm. That's UFC Hall of Famer Daniel Cormier, by the way. Interesting. You know, get that right. <laughs> All right, let's get into our last couple bonus questions. Um, let's kick it off with which match do you guys have opening the show? I got the Donnie Brook, bro. Those brawling brutes in Imperium, they're gonna brute, they gotta fuck shit up. I got I also I also have the Donnie Brooks starting it off. I got Drew McIntyre and Karen Cross with the strap match. I'm going with the Raw Women's Championship. We're getting the ladder match to kick things off on Extreme Rules. And now our main event. What is going to be the main event of Extreme Rules? And this is going to tie in with our last question potentially, but uh, who do you guys got closing the show? I got a quit match. Edge versus Finn. Wow. Interesting. Oh, you know, Gray could show up there if he is the White Rabbit. I have the fight pit, and it's because of the rumors I hear. The, the script has changed overnight. I'll, I'll just say that originally the Raw Women's Championship was going to close tonight. But the rumor now is the fight pit is going to close tonight, which means... And if you don't close, you open, baby. Well, I hope your rumor is wrong for once in my life because I have the Raw Women's Ladder closing the match. <laughs> and, I, and I have the fight pit closing the pay-per-view as well. Um, which now leads us to our last question, and we can spend maybe a minute or two on this because this is the biggest topic in all the WWE. It's the QR codes, the the latest one on SmackDown, the rabbit going down the X. He's coming to Extreme Rules tonight. Finally revealed. Yes, we can all agree on that. Oh yeah. And is it Bray Wyatt? It has oh, to be. Yeah. It's There's gotta only be. One the true question. It's gotta be Kane. It's gotta be Kane. This is the true <laughs> question that I'm putting out there to you guys. Is he going to uh, reveal himself during one of these matches, or will it just be something separate? I personally—that's what I'm going back and forth with too, man. I, I don't, I don't think know where he's going to interfere and be a factor in any of these matches. I think it's—he's not going to be involved in the matches. So I, I'm going with some type of just a special uh, reveal, like a vignette or something again, yes. like a new. I don't I, know if he's going to be there. I don't think he's going to be there. I believe they're saving him for the Raw premiere, season premiere. Ooh. I love it. I love it. But I have as a, as a yes, the identity identity will be revealed tonight. Like, I just like, don't think like the there. Fiend mask shows up or like the Hurt Heel gloves are on stage or something like that. I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe he shows up and he controls Alexa Bliss again, and that's why she turns heel on my That life. was another rumor. It's yeah. like him trying – so all this – this rumors are so fun, man. <laughs> People speculate. It's so brilliant. Like this whole thing oh, is trying to get Alexa Bliss to snap out of her character and go back. Like that's like one of the ways of bringing her back in. 
This is great, man. This is, man, explaining the whole storyline of The Fiend in today's WWE and not and have him not be a part of the show at all, like, is fucking creatively brilliant. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys know about this. Most likely you guys do. Um, uh, the universe out there anyway. Marvel's head uh, writer is now writing for the WWE speculative of if he's just doing the Wyatt thing but you kind of have to say yes he is because of how good it's been lately um man tonight they're bringing all of it today man it's gonna it be the thing. I think this is a big uh, overall to wrap up my thoughts on it I think tonight is a big stamp of Triple H's WWE regime yep. I think yep. it started obviously with Clash at the Castle um but tonight's yes. Extreme Rules from top to bottom, all six matches have uh, storylines behind them. And, I mean, they usually all do, but there's they're all special stipulation matches. We got the most likely the return of Bray Wyatt tonight. I cannot wait for Extreme Rules tonight. And I usually don't say that about a pay-per-view other than, like, WrestleMania or Royal Rumble. Rumble. Yeah, oh, it's great. <laughs> and finally, man. Finally. This is going to be some good shit tonight. So, looking forward to it, fellas. Any closing thoughts? Can't wait. <laughs> Beautiful. Let's go Jets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you again for joining me. I am the Macho Man, Maddie Savage. Alongside me today, Insider BA, Dan Go, and Timo. We are the Smack Talk team, and these are our Extreme Rules predictions. I know you guys can't wait for tonight. I can't wait for it. I keep talking about it. Uh, we're, what, about less than 12 hours away from the pay-per-view. So, guys, enjoy it because I know I'm going to. And, uh, and I'm going to win these predictions too. So <laughs> thanks for tuning in.